from foundations to flat work, excavations and everything in between. We are the ones that set the literal foundation in the construction industry. Come and listen to our professionals out in the field and get a perspective from the boots on the ground. I'm your host, Daniel Brown, and these are the stories of the people that we employ. We are Parker Concrete. Build on. All right, everybody, we're back with another episode, and today we have somebody that uh, has been with the company for quite some time now. Uh, sir, would you, please, would you please introduce yourself and uh, tell us what you do? So I think everybody, they know me out here by Raul. Uh, my actual name is Juan Raul Ramirez, and I'm working for Parker. That's, I think it was the second job that I was out here in the U.S., how, how long have you been here for? Um, I think we are 18 years so far. Wow. 18 and years. And two <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, one thing I've noticed when uh, when I've been doing these interviews is that how many how many people have been here for, you know... For a long time. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good stuff. Fascinating. I love it. So um, so let's uh, let's talk about what you do. Uh, your Your main priority. What is it that you do here? So um, right now I'm running all the scheduling uh, concrete, mm-hmm. including um, the crew, the forms, uh, doing forms, uh, and crews pouring. Mm-hmm. So it's a little tough, but <laughs> somehow we handle it. <laughs> yeah. a, that's a lot of work. It's, I mean, yeah, because we're talking about uh, six, seven crews. And uh, one one crew, well, actually, just one guy doing all the uh, details or fixing and stuff and trying mm-hmm. to track all everything because every day is at different places. Yeah. Because the, the job is not big enough to you stay in one place. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to, sometimes, but we're working pretty good. Yeah, a lot of it um, is uh, touch and go. It mm-hmm. seems like we're there for a couple of days and then we're out, we're on to the next. Yes. You know, and then just go, go, go. And then you go out in the field to educate the guys, check up on them. And then you're also doing the scheduling. That's a lot. Like, Plus working. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I love working. I enjoy with the guys in the field and see how are they doing wrong. We can able to fix what we can improve in and all that stuff. So. And then um, speaking of that as well, uh, like you spend a lot of your time with the guys. And I know that. And, and it always seems to be a pretty in-depth process with you, like for you on that. I mean, how does that, how does that impede like your, um, uh, your work life? I mean, you seem to have a good balance though. That's the weird part. Cause to me, I'm like, I, I don't think I'd be able to manage half of that though. You know? Uh, uh well, it, I think it's depend on the, uh, mentality and what you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the way that I grow up is you have to prove that you are, um, like kind of the, the part of the team. Yeah. So if you had to go and put your hands dirty, well, we'll we'll have to do it. So and that's because we need it, help yeah. in the field and we help the guys. Lead the uh, lead from the front, so to exactly. speak. Exactly. So yeah. they, everybody is gonna be following you and doesn't say you different words that they can say. Oh, they you say in the office they don't know nothing about this job and all kind of stuff. You know, they always something. Agree a hundred percent on that. Yeah. 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 Um, what. Uh, what were you doing before concrete? 
Or has it just been concrete? No, the first job that I had out here when I jumped the border, kind of, let's always say, <laughs> is <laughs> uh, we cleaning carpet. Oh, Carpet nice. and uh, sweeping and uh, wax uh, floors. Yeah. Uh, we kind of chew companies for my whole life. Oof. Yeah. That was the first one that we stayed there for almost a year. That's and a weird job. I started in uh, construction and full time, plus I'm working and cleaning full time in the mm-hmm. night. So that's wow. to the beginning. That's a weird job, carpet cleaning and all that, because people bring it in their house and all that. I, I just, I, the reason why I like, I think that's funny because I did that for, for a summer as a teenager. But I, I did it for, uh, uh, not necessarily just carpet cleaning, but also like uh, biohazardous cleanup. Mm-hmm. It was really gross. Oh yeah. well, we cleaning just um, Target stores, kind of, mm-hmm. and Subways. Oh, nice. So nice. that's the the two stores that we went. I used to work. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, and like I say, we we work there from ten to six in the morning. Oh, and I start uh, out here in uh, construction from seven to I don't know three or four depends. Gotcha. What the day is going? <laughs> I was um uh, I was also gonna ask you too. Uh, so you're from you're from what Mexico? So I'm on the south of Mexico. They call them uh, uh the state is uh, Oaxaca. It's oh, Oaxaca. South from Mexico. Yes. Okay. So you're so, from Oaxaca. How mm-hmm. is that there? Uh, basically, it's almost the same as here. Uh, okay. The weather might be changed. The weather is uh, warm. Yeah. Out here, it's very cold, but uh, it's basically the same. Green. Most yeah. of it, all the parts. A lot of trees. A lot of birds. So, yeah, a lot of birds. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I, that's what I like Oregon when I moved out here. Because the first time I was for six, say six or eight months in California. Gotcha. And the weather uh, really is too hot. So it's dry and hot. I don't like that. So. Yeah, you just go back to Mexico City for a couple <laughs> of years, then come back to Oregon. That's um, that's no good when the the weather's like super dry. <laughs> oh yeah, and then it's, it's super hot. That's I mean, no. What's crazy is like uh, Colorado's like that, um, and it gets like right like what was it the other day? I think it was like a hundred degrees, but it's this dry, dry, dry heat. Everything dries out. You're always sniffling because <laughs> it looks like you're, you know. But <laughs> yeah, but you're always sniffling because you know it just it everything dries out but then you get the snow and then it's cold it's cold like, it's freezing yeah. it doesn't make any sense it's i feel like it's hard on your body but anyways that's besides the point mm-hmm. so you um you come you come here you start out that job and then you get into construction yes so um how did you find this place and how did that happen um well, we always liked construction mm-hmm. uh, when we uh, was in california i will kind of like see how they build the house to the to the bottom yeah and i see him and i go ask him if they hire and they say no mm-hmm. they say well if you hire if you have a legal status and yes so i say oh i don't so oh, i lost that opportunity that time and when i move out in oregon i see the same a lot of constructions and new buildings new houses new uh, development how they say that like new subdivision and i really like it so i approach a guy they live in an apartment where i live mm-hmm. and he told me yeah yeah we hiding you want to come they say yeah so he say, well the first word he used to me is um i can help you get in but you had to prove yourself for mm-hmm. one year with me work every day i said yeah sure <laughs> done <laughs> done and that's what i came <laughs> and actually that's what i came to parker excellent 
Mm-hmm. Is that person still with us or? No, he leaves us, but they're still a friend of mine. Yeah. They're still talking. Uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of times a month. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, because um, I remember uh, there was a guy that was here that we sold a truck to and I ended up giving a ride back to his house. Is that the same guy? Uh, no, it's a different guy. Oh, that's a different guy? Yeah, that's a different guy, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if he started. He's moving. Thing. He's not living in uh, in uh, Oregon. He's li- uh, moving in, uh, well, he's living in uh, Washington right now. Oh, gotcha. But yeah. A lot of people living in Washington now. Uh, I think is the the price of the rent and all that stuff is cheaper. Yeah. And then that's going to go up there over there because everybody's going over there. This, everybody's it. moving to this uh, <laughs> north. So somehow it's going to go up again over there. Yeah. yeah. Was, hopefully it levels out here soon. So um, that being said also as well, your, uh, your job, uh, like you said, one of the things that you do is lead by like lead from the front. You got to get your hands dirty. You got to work with the guys in order for them to understand that you understand what they're going through. Uh, but what is the, what is the big thing? Uh, is that just the biggest misconception about your job? Like when it comes to office work, is that people think that you're just in the office or it seems like you have a good handle on that, but is there any other, uh, any other misconceptions that people have about what you do? Like, like, Oh, I didn't know you did that. Um, uh, like I, I know you do the scheduling as well, but I mean, I also know you do finishing work, you do all that. But then also I did not know that you helped, uh, Don Pedro get um get scheduled out as well that you were responsible for that as well Mm -hmm. but uh, my question is basically is there anything that you know you would like people to know about what you do so basically you do a little bit everything Mm -hmm. so um in my personal life i do remodels oh okay so i do all the interior uh, everything that interior so I do painting, trimming, uh, floors, tiles. Oh wow! So <laughs> that was my uh, my, my personal life, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Parker, um, we used to work for foundation for six years. Yeah. So I now do foundation. Um, we work from uh, set up uh, all flower kind of. Gotcha. And including um, commercial. So commercial was a little bit tough for us because elevation and all that stuff. But uh, in the end, it basically is a little bit, I'll say, close to the same as the residential. Mm-hmm. Uh, have more details, and I think that basically that's it. Gotcha. But gotcha. yeah, I think nobody know that, that I used to do foundation. I do a lot of col- uh, color concrete, uh, stamp concrete, and it, the only thing that I kind of in my future is um stain concrete and also epoxy concrete oh epoxy and uh, countertop so yeah i have those three things that i will let you do in in the future yeah the uh the epoxy concrete is interesting i see him uh i see him how look how nice it looks when the end if they everything become like good yeah. because we do one epoxy concrete and they feel apart so we had to go redo it like three times yeah. <laughs> so, and so it's a little difficult the the ones i've seen were like countertops and everything like that where they do that epoxy finish on it like where they stain it and then they finish over the top mm-hmm. um but the ones i don't like are when they um and this seems to be a going trend is where it's like rough it's like wavy and i'm like i how are you supposed to work on this countertop you know what i mean well, they're not supposed to be. Uh, well, if you're doing the right way, they're not supposed to be have like that issues. They should be flat and right. shiny. So right. That's, Didn't you do this? 
Uh, no, uh, no. This one, uh, um, that was another guy to do all the grinding. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't have a patience to grind in that, <laughs> that much. <laughs> for some yeah. reason, I thought somebody told you this. And, and everybody, if uh, for everybody that's listening, I'm, I'm pointing at the floor mm-hmm. in, in the office here. It's a, it's a, how would you say it? It's a flat, smooth. It's like a polish uh, finish. Polish finish yeah. on the concrete So floor. basically, they, uh, they grind in to see all the bubbles from the concrete. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a process. I was uh, I was actually helping Pedro on a, on a job out um, in... Um, I guess it was East Portland, and he was he was doing that, and just the whole grinding process on that and the machine and everything oh, that they yeah. were using. I mean, if you don't have the right teeth, I mean, you'll be there for <laughs> days. Oh my gosh, it's just like it's literally like watching paint dry. <laughs> <I just>, uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's, that's what I say. But yeah, to do that, you kind of be patient. Uh, our our here then the new office for Parker, we doing this one for almost a month. Gotcha. Two guys, almost a month. Wow. It's a long time. Yeah, so it's a long time. big grinding, I'd say maybe a quarter, quarter to three eighths deep. So, Jeez, <laughs> and keeping even, yeah, it take time. Yeah, I'd, that'd be yeah, I'd be going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me about um, who who uh, do you have anybody that uh, influenced you or uh, anybody that's impacted your life dramatically? Do they work here, or is it somebody personal in your life? Um, who's like who would you say is your biggest? Um, your biggest influence? I think we have too many people. Depends on how did you take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have from, uh, it started with my dad. Mm-hmm. He always had to find something to do. They mm-hmm. never say, uh, we don't have nothing today. We you stay relaxed. Mm-hmm. He always find something. Uh, kind of like it because that's what I do. The same thing. Right. Uh, everything I had to find something. And because I don't want to stay inside the house or stay in the bed. And uh, the other people is uh, my brothers. Mm-hmm. So I have, so, and my family, they are 12 total. So gotcha. we are six men and six wow. women. So two team players. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, everyone, well, most of it, they, they have his own business. Mm-hmm. So I kind of learn a lot of things for him but i don't want you to be like him like mm-hmm. be my own business because we don't have that patient with the guys and kind yeah. of that stuff and you have to be have a patient and understand different situations with the, the, the guys in the field and all that stuff so uh, i was still thinking so maybe one day but i'm not ready yet so <laughs> right. that's a different monster yeah altogether. that's uh-huh. a, uh that's and a... and the other thing is we always uh we're not perfect Mm-hmm. That's one thing, and we use always try to do the best we can. Yeah. So, I we kind of talk to the guys in the field that everything you do, um, try to do the best mm-hmm. than yesterday, than day before. So always improve yourself to do better. That is wild, though, that you have that many siblings. That that's like those big families. You don't see that really anymore. Uh, well, that's why we when we well, like to take vacation. Mm-hmm. I like to take two or three months because that's what we enjoy yeah. when we go and visit them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, let's talk about how that transition was when you got here. How long did it take for you to like acclimate to, to the States, so to speak? Cause I mean, I, I, that's one thing I always love hearing is the story about, you know, I came from this area and then I took a chance and I came over to the United States 
and here I am, you know, and, you know, I'm doing great and doing good. Uh, how, how, how did that first, how, like, let's say like year one, how was that? That had to have been, had to have been like, I don't know, a little nervous, a little scary. <laughs> what did you think? Or, or did you have a support structure here already? No, I, so I was a half, a 14 year old when I come mm-hmm. the first time. Okay. Uh, no families. Nah, we just have a friend that they, he pay for everything for my, <laughs> for my study for, in four months because we can't get the job. Wow. So after that, kind of get a very decent job. I was in the farm. And uh, after that, we had to pay back uh, whatever he, I own him. Oh, gotcha. And like I say, we just pay everything that uh, that we had to own for him. And I go back to Mexico because California, like I said, the, the weather was terrible. So like, definitely I don't <laughs> like it. So we just... <laughs> Try to pay everything and take, I think in that time, I take 1000 and go back to Mexico. Yeah. 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 That was the first time. Second time I was kind of like, I say, well, we don't have the opportunity in Mexico. Like uh, that what I see out here to the beginning, uh, the first time. So mm-hmm. I said, no, I, I, I will let you go there again. Yeah. And yeah, so the second time we come with the visa. Gotcha. So they take a, uh, I think the process was like, between six and eight months to get that visa and they, I come in from here. They made it pretty easy at a certain point. And that time it was, I think yeah. it was a little bit easier than right now. It was easier to get, uh, to go from the United States into Mexico too at a certain point. I remember all you needed was, I think it was just a driver's license. If I remember correctly, I'm trying to, maybe I just dated myself, but yeah, last time I was there. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> we just take a passport, uh, passport and uh, the guy to uh, get you the visa, they had to be approved and that yeah. you come and work with him for a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. So how uh, you have a family? How many kids do you have? I have uh, three kids. Three uh, kids. Three kids. Uh, I would like to have like the four or five, but they say no. You, use three. <laughs> you're used to that big family atmosphere. I, though, I like too. big, uh, yeah. big family. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, use three. I have a daughter, sixteen. The boy is fourteen, and the little one is a seven. Ah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How how the teenage how's the teenage atmosphere? Uh, no, actually, it's pretty good. Is it good? Yeah, okay. it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, firm with with him uh, on the home and everything, so they don't have like a free time or right like skip the school or go with friends. Uh, nah, you gotta nah, keep them busy. Oh, we kind of keep in like a tie, like yeah. a family. So we understand that part of the he, uh, somehow this gonna be let's <laughs> go away. But uh, for now, I just try to keep tie. I got uh, two teenage girls, and I mean, ugh, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> well, uh, the I think that the hard, the hardest one is the the boy. Yeah, the boys is, is the hardest one. I don't know. It was always, always like this forever. But yeah, I mm. hear like that everyone they say the boys and they hard and then the girls. Really? Yep. That's what I hear. I really? don't know. <laughs> With with that, without getting too much information on that, like like what what do you what do you, uh, what, do you uh, what makes it so difficult? Um, I think the part that I kind of I get it is um, listen mm-hmm. and follow up. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, ladies or oh, well, women, that normally they use more uh, sensitive and they use whatever you gonna say to do something, they do it. So uh, and then they don't have a complaints. Right. Well, like boys. Always have complaints of something. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it doesn't have to that. say anything, but yeah, you can 
see and see his face. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you're like, all right, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, would you say that uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a question that I always ask people is that like, is, how, is, uh, how has technology impacted you know, your line of work? I'm not very good in technologies. I'm no. still learning a lot of things. Uh, someone is very easy. Someone is getting very frustrated and thinks, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very simple. They get emails and respond to emails. Uh, sometimes they take longer. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just ignore it. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I don't even know what it's that for. But I say, yeah, I just read it a little bit. And uh, it was not important. They just... Well, when it comes to like emails and like sometimes sometimes text messages on my end, I'm like I'm not gonna respond to this. I'm just gonna call you and talk to you. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna sit here and clickety clackety like my whole like what I can explain to you in you know ten seconds. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, it, it makes more sense to do that, and I, I feel you on that. But I mean, there are certain things that you know do help out, like uh, especially with like our our our, our um, elevations and everything like that. That takes a lot of like a lot of the old math work out of it. Because that was the other thing that uh, a lot of people have been telling me is just back in the day, just having to do all this stuff in your head and how much math was involved. And now, you know, everybody's got a cell phone, which has a calculator. <laughs> you can do all that stuff. And we basically just have our laser system that we could, we know what our elevations are. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, that that's that's something I think that impact is pretty. pretty I think the most that impact me, the technology is... Um now you don't have to go to library to find something yeah just go to website google and YouTube. <laughs> that's all the answer you have yeah or youtube exactly <laughs> so and a lot of things you learn watching the videos yeah so youtube i think is one of the first one they came out and you can learn a lot of things it's a huge resource yeah i know and um uh, the other one that they come like um it's a gps Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you're traveling a lot, or like us, that we go all over most of it all the time. Yeah, you can find them the the easy way, the fastest way, and so. Yeah, that's uh, that's also a huge thing as well because mm-hmm. like remember like printing out printing out your directions or just writing them down like or getting instructions from somebody. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna take this highway down, you know, five miles. You're gonna see exit two one five. You're gonna go off on that. You follow this, and you see a tree. Go. <laughs> 10 miles past that tree and you're just like okay you know writing it all down and then you get lost in the middle of nowhere and you don't have a cell phone yeah so you you have to go back into town (laughs) call somebody on a pay phone yeah yeah so i mean there's a lot of things that have changed yeah i learned uh um reading all the map and you know then the 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 old ones how it was like a a book so i i learned how to read that one so Oh. My brother showed me that, and that's what I did kind of easy, easy when I move out here. I forgot about those. I, so, I remember using those, and then you had the back, like the index, and then you're like, okay, which street is this? And it's going to be like the address is 2361, and you're like, so I have to look at the 2300 block, <laughs> and then I have to go to this street, and then you have to like cross them together, so it's going to be on page 36AC. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that one and uh, I think what's the other the other one? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what. Like a like Matt, uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, they. I think technology they come like. I think I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a big impact and big help. Mm-hmm. So, 
and I, I know some of them we are very good with that some are not but if you let you uh, solve like patient to learn that's a very good for you yeah for everyone what is a what's the hardest job you've ever tackled the hardest job yeah um, I don't know uh, like the hardest um, I don't know I think we we most of everything is hard <laughs> <laughs> when uh, especially well especially because um, we don't have the, the guy to uh, I can follow yeah so I don't have anybody to say hey this you have to do this way and uh, this was a how do you follow every Careful. every day right <laughs> or uh, every job this 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 is we don't a lot of things I learn by myself. Yeah. So poor Congri, I learn by myself. Yeah. So I learned that doing mistakes from my own Congri, rip it out and redo it again. So that's mm. what they, well, I learned by my own. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hard I think is for everything is, is different. Yeah. I just, I mean, like, uh, is there like a job that you had to uh, approach from uh, a different angle, so to speak, that you were just like, holy cow, that was really difficult. And, uh, and yeah, but it came out like mwah, beautiful, you know, <laughs> like, uh, cause I mean, there's tons of tons of jobs that we are, we've been on. And I mean, when I used to work in the field back in the day, there's certain jobs I was like, I cannot believe I did that. Like that's, that's a one, you know, like I'll be with my kids and be like, see that I did that, <laughs> you know, like we hung those panels and it was ridiculous. It was spooky. It was scary, but we did it. We did it. And it looks phenomenal, mm. you know? Yeah, I think the biggest one and the one we always, uh, if we have something to say, uh, we ruined this one or we helped to build this one, mm -hmm. it's one of the four, uh, I think the company, I can't remember the company name, but it was a four blocks. That's mm -hmm. the, the biggest one, commercial uh, concrete we do. Gotcha. So we was there for, i say, at least a year, year and a half, almost two, three times a week. Oof. And yeah. they have a color concrete, uh, and it was exterior and interior. So, gotcha. And that's the thing too is when you're on a specific job site continuously, I I've always noticed that doesn't matter what project I've ever been on, uh, if if you have a set like uh, a set employee list of people going to the same project over and over and over, especially when it like comes to the trades, people get burned out because the one thing that's best about being in the field is that you have that continuous change of atmosphere. You have that continuous change of the environment. And the thing is, though, is if you're stuck in the same place, people just kind of get all like, <laughs> can you move me off this project? Can I go do something else? You know, I got to see the same people over. And there's some people that do love it, though. Oh, yes. There's some people that do love it. Like, cool, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. This is what we do. Yes, yes get it yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, yeah, in this particular job, we, um, well, we started with, uh, I'll say with the, <clears throat> with wrong we started wrong yeah so uh, we do something wrong that we had to rip it out mm -hmm. and we always behind we behind because we try to catch it because they go like one day you have this section next day you have another section so it's like a, it's like a puzzles so you build the puzzles you start here and you end on the other side right so that's what we're going and you just go keep going keep going keep going so we screw up the first one and try to catch it we never catch it so i remember we pour in concrete there mm -hmm. in 105 degrees <laughs> just to try to catch it because yeah. we are behind that's why you always kind of he, he tell me well you are behind you are behind us 
Yeah. And then they're driving you hard. <laughs> they're always on your back. And it's just, it's, it makes it makes kind of a, doesn't make it fun. Yeah. But when you have a good team, um, you don't feel that. Yeah. So we always like kind of enjoying what we're doing, mm-hmm. laughing. Um, sometimes you get grumpy or you have to. Yeah. So everyone, they kind of like <laughs> shape it out a little bit and say, oh, that's serious. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's another thing. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, but I was going to say that's one thing that you've mentioned um, that I really haven't touched on is uh, temperature and concrete. Um, the, the effects it takes on certain, because I mean, we have such a strange temperature system here in Oregon. So, I mean, you're talking about, you know, 100 degrees one day and then maybe possibly like, you know, 40 degrees the next day. I mean, how does that affect your pour? How does that affect your concrete? I mean, how does, um, like, explain that to me, Uh, if you could. (laughs) I did it for uh, concrete industrial and uh, working in construction Mm -hmm. is uh, the weather is, I think, the number one just to have follow up. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to look at it in the morning. You had to look at it at noon. You had to look at it afternoon right. for the next day. So it's all the time we had to look at the weather. Because like we are in Oregon and the, the temperatures, they change quite a bit. Oh, it's, it's a nice day. Tomorrow's going to rain. Mm-hmm. Or is it cold right now? Tomorrow's going to be hot. And it's the same as the concrete. Yeah. So sometimes you have to be added some stuff to kind of uh, slow down a little bit and not drive too fast. Right. And sometimes you have to be added some stuff so they can accelerate and go a little bit faster. Gotcha. So, yeah, you had to basically all the time you had to look at the weather. Um, well, like you say, your temperature and uh, what kind of concrete you're going to be pouring. Gotcha. So, yeah. It's... Gotcha. And that's that's a, that's a, that's more of a, what would you say? That's more of a skill as opposed to a, a science, you would think, right? Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's something you pick up. It's more of an art. And yes. Like you have to, you have to go with the flow and you have to kind of, know what you're doing and go with your gut on like okay it's going to be like this and then the temperature is going to get to this and the humidity is going to be like it's saying it's this right now but i know that it's going to be raining for a good majority of the day so that means the humidity is probably going to go up so we need to add x y and z to our mix to make sure that you know gonna dry a little bit faster well in this yeah. cold weather you have to be uh added some uh, more cement on it or straight cement on it or um they call them calcium mm-hmm. so they can accelerate a little bit more the concrete dry a little bit faster and when is the day is too hot you have to be put it like a, a retarded i think that's what they call them. yeah or reco- they call them recovery but it's kind of they retire the congress now dry so fast right but that one uh, uh, still still hard well we still hard uh, have hard time to figure out all that stuff right it's right sometimes you just mess it up and the guy's gonna be <laughs> pay for it <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what is um uh in your opinion, what is the most important personality trait or strength someone would need to uh work in your industry to be successful? I I don't know, it's um I don't know. I <laughs> I think it's hard how to say that. Um don't be weak. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know you, you had, sometimes you had to be messed up. Mm-hmm. So when you uh, do like wrong things or you do missing or mistake something that you learn from next time. Mm-hmm. So try to uh, prevent all that one a day 
one day or two days before get that day. Yeah. So prepare. Prepare kind of yeah. Prepare Learn. to the yeah. I, to, I I've also noticed that too. Is like a lot of people get uh, intimidated by by a lot of like work out here, thinking that you know I'm just gonna be swinging a hammer. Or I'm gonna be just lifting stuff. But then a lot of people will get intimidated by like how technical actually a lot of our work can be and, and how it is, uh, how technical it can just be in general. And then uh, the other one too is just a lot of people seem to be intimidated thinking that, you know, oh, these guys are going to beat me up, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, just, just have a, have a good thick skin, you know, come in with a positive attitude and uh, with the thought, pro- like the, the, with the mindset of learning. Yes. And and you'll be good. You'll be good. <laughs> don't take things personally. That's what I've always told people is like, don't take it personal. I'm like, look, this guy's not mad at you. He's busy and he's going to give you an answer that is probably half a sentence long. And you want, you want a paragraph, but he doesn't have time for a paragraph. <laughs> he's like, nope, you got to do X, Y, and Z. This it. No. Go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, like, well, I think everybody know that concrete is going to be very brutal. Yeah, and sometimes you have to be working harder on more than mm-hmm. normally, and it's all like the like we're talking about. It's all depend on the weather. Yeah, and all the sometimes we have a inspection on concrete, so sometimes it's gonna say, oh, hey, you, you know, <laughs> you can able to add this much of water and no more. Right. So that means you have to be working faster and harder. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, personal. So if you go with the positive. Um, uh, let's say your personality is uh, positive mm-hmm. everything's go smooth right and easy right. but if you go if you're tired and negative or you're thinking about what the other people thinking yeah that day is gonna be <laughs> bad you're so, gonna have a long bad yes. day yeah so yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah i think we we kind of approach the guys and say you know what let me handle that one yeah do something else yeah so and they see us how we work and how uh, the the faster we can go and say, oh, okay. So next time, they just kind of be positive and it's going to be smooth. It should be smooth, right? <laughs> well, it, it, it's funny too. Is if I've always told my guys that like over and over and over again. Just, I mean, this is something I've told. I've even told my kids this. You know what makes a bad situation worse? is complaining. So, you know, if we all just do what we need to do, power through it, you know, just be positive, uplift each other, it'll make this bad situation i almost said a different word <laughs> makes a bad situation uh uh somewhat better tolerable you know and that's all that's when a, that's when it's a bad situation but when it makes a bad situation fall apart when you're in a bad situation what makes a team fall apart is when there's a lot of bickering like why are we here what are we doing this for you know <laughs> you know and it's just like stop you know why we're here and we know why we're doing it it just the conditions aren't ideal but we're still going to do it you know, we're going to make sure that we do it safe and right, but we still got to do it. And then complaining is not going to, it's not going to solve anything. Yeah. It's not going to make it, not going to make it any better. Yeah. So. We have like assembled the, you kind of have one guy always in the crew mm-hmm. or in the company that is always going. Oh. I think that's better for everyone. Because that... try to work like a team and doesn't yeah. work. That's not good. That's poison mm-hmm. to the team. Yeah. And and one thing I've, I I learned this from my grandfather and I transferred it to my guys out in the field. Is like, look, if you have time to watch what he's doing and what he's messing up on, you're not working. You know. So if you have, if that's, if is this your job? Is this your job to monitor so and so? No, it's not. You're supposed to be doing this. Then yeah, do that. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching. My job is to watch everybody and make sure that we're upholding, you know, our, our end of the deal and make sure that we're installing a quality product and that everybody's doing it right and they're doing it safely. If I see an issue here, I'll address that. If I see an issue with you, I'll address that. But that's not your job. You know, so I mean, and and sometimes that's a hard pill for some people to swallow. Mm. You know, because I'm I'm definitely a lot more different. I'm a lot less uh, abrasive about it now. But I used to be like, yeah, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> but that's never good. That's never good. It's so, um, I guess the word nowadays everybody's using. It's kind of toxic. You know, you gotta you gotta you gotta nip that in the butt before it, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's toxic, meaning that it could get everybody else sick, and then everybody else gets toxic. Well, so and so is doing this, and I can do this. And <laughs> oh, everyone that you chose uh, a part of it, say, oh, I'm gonna do this part, and you do the other part, and the other guy do the other part. Yeah. So if there's something wrong, it's his part, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind, I say, nah. Yeah. That's I a, just try to work like a team. So that, that's that's what it is, and I mean, we're all a team. We're all on the same page. We all have the same goal. We all, you know, we all get paid from the same people. Like, let's just. Yeah, so no matter what you do, uh, like super good, mm -hmm. so everything you job is pretty good, but you have another guy that doesn't do pretty good, and at the end of the day, they's going to see something wrong. Yeah. So, all, so everything they come, uh, I see this, like uh, if we uh, say 99% is good, and you have 1% that is wrong, they're not going to see the 99% that was good. They're going right. to see the, <laughs> the 1% is wrong. That is so, very, very true. <laughs> that is very true. And it's the same our, I think, our life. Mm -hmm. So you do, basically, I, I see this one, for example, uh, the, the, the oldest guys, they, the whole life they work for his kids, mm -hmm. and he do a one mistake. So everyone they used to talk about a mistake he do. Yeah. For once. And, and that's the thing, is like, that's, I think that's, triggered into our brains just even from a primal aspect is if uh out back in the day like a hundred thousand years ago when people were living in huts or you know even living in the trees and whatnot that um if somebody did something wrong like life could be great but if somebody did something wrong usually it resulted in somebody either getting eaten or dying or you know whatever getting sick uh you remember that and mm -hmm. you're like oh don't like that's bad that's bad. This whole glorious place is wonderful, but there's that one thing that's just not good. So I think we're just hardwired to do that. I think it's just more like a, you know, a thing we picked up in the past and all that, everything like that. I mean, I, I even took a class a while back ago. Uh, uh, we, uh, I had to do like a business class thing and they were saying that even review wise that one good deed or one good job goes to 10 people, but one bad job goes to like a hundred. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, bad word bad word travels way really faster. So I mean, that's why it's important to have quality control, everybody. <laughs> this is why. No, and yeah, they 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 use uh, I don't know what's something like uh, I don't know the people they just want to say something, mm -hmm. or I don't know what, what what's the word they can use. The if you do something wrong, mm -hmm. everybody's gonna know what you do or something wrong. Yeah, but yeah. nobody know what uh, what you do for good. Or like right. what you do, good stuff. So maybe we should start focusing on that more. Everybody's positive qualities. Maybe that's a good way to put it. You know, if somebody's like, oh, so and so, I'm like, hey, what's a good thing that they did? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what they did. They don't know anything good. Well, 
Yeah. So just grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody know me that um, I'm here in the company. Like I'm on the. <laughs> I hear a lot of there outside. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't put attention on it. Yeah. Really, is I well, think it's part of my job. Well, that's part of leadership, though, as well. There's always going to be people out in the field that think they can do it better, but they don't know what the job entails, you know, and, you know, if they think you're being a jerk or anything like that. The problem is, is that a lot of times you're just like, I got, I got this whole playing board in front of me and you're this much of it right now. Okay. And then you want me to like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got, I got things I got to run here. And people take that as like, oh, he's being a jerk, you know. <laughs> no, the other, yeah, the other thing that we see is uh, a lot of people they came here with a good experience, mm-hmm. but just and something like, I say example, just pouring concrete. Mm-hmm. So I, for for my experience, I have, um, well, I have a lot of more that I know, a lot of more knowledge, yeah, than anybody else, kind of. And uh, sometimes in the job you have to be improved. Yeah, like sometimes they say, "Oh, this guy do this one, but uh, it doesn't work." So you have to be improved. Like um, we talk a lot with the guys in the field. They say, "Hey, if you see something is not right, mm-hmm. call me or just I don't know, figure it out." Yeah, and then you see the which, which way is the better and uh, looks more more like more safe kind yeah. of say. And yeah, we have a few guys that is very good with that. So I yeah, like that, that one. That's the big one is um, when that when that does happen is you get somebody that kind of and I, I, I can also attest to this because I've been through it, especially coming here to Parker is that, you know, you come in and you're like, Oh no, I've done this. I've done this. I've done this, you know, and you got that person that's like, I've done it all and I know how to do it. But the thing is though, is like, you should never stop. You should never close off your mind to learning. Like, no, no, no. I, I, there's other ways of doing this, or this is how we do things and this is how we handle it. And you should have that open-minded mentality saying that, you know, I, I I'm willing to learn. Show me your ways. I don't go to I don't go to France and you know tell everybody you need to start speaking English because <laughs> I don't speak I don't speak French. You know it's like no 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 I like I need to I need to learn your ways. You know I'm here I'm I'm a part of your tribe right now, so I need to I need to come accustomed to your guys' ways, and and that's I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people get hung up on. You know that they um that they kind of lose their way on that. Oh yeah they. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we'll see all kind of stuff, all kind, all kind of the mentality out here. Yeah. Uh, we'll see a couple guys that they came here. They say they have twenty years experience, three year experience, <laughs> and you're thinking, well, if that they have that much experience comparing uh, us, I say, oh, so there's gonna be big change. Yeah. It's total <laughs> frustrating <laughs> when you know what they know and do some stuff. They say, <laughs> really? <laughs> we had so, a. We had a guy tell us that he had uh, like 15 years of experience. And I was talking to him. I was like, how old are you? <laughs> and he's like, I'm like 20, 25. And I'm like, <laughs> like well, I've, I've been doing this a lot with my dad and all that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But like, that's just kind of a strange thing to say. I got yeah. 20 years of experience. It's like, dude, you're. You're 32. I, like, yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, if we go back to the, the construction, I think construction and life kind of come together. Yeah. Because a life, every day you're learning something. Yeah. And the same as a construction. Yeah. So, everything they come, something new, they say, oh, we don't know that. 
Yeah. So we, I think the first one that we started is do ADAs. Mm-hmm. So ADAs, nobody knows what's the ADAs column, what's the codes. They, and so when I started doing that one in 2014, that we started doing ADAs. Mm-hmm. So I approached uh, uh, the super, they was running all the whole uh, area there. And I told them, what's the code or how do you figure out this one? Because I see just numbers and elevations. Mm-hmm. And he gave me very simple say, well, this one is the minimum and this one is the maximum. Mm-hmm. So the minimum slope, you can go like this and maximum goes like this. So you can adjust whatever you want. Right. So sometimes uh, the plan show you something, but in the field, it's a different. Yeah. And so I say, oh, okay. So they say, you can't exceed this one and you go, go lower than this. So that's simple. Yeah. And we figured out very, I like to say, ADA wasn't that hard for me to figure out how the best way to work. Yeah. And we tried to learn, to teaching the guys in the field and some of them got a pretty good one. Yeah. So that's, I think that's when... That's the big thing, man. It's just, you know, the ability to learn, mm-hmm. you know, don't, don't come in. I mean, it's, it, I, I, I feel, I feel like it's good to have a really good sense of pride, but when it's like too high up, it seems to be like, I'm not changing. I'm not doing anything. You need to have that ability to learn. You need to be flexible because like you just said, there may be a situation out in the field where it, you need to, you need to adapt. You need to adapt to that certain uh, scenario. And if you already know it all, and there's no other way to do it. Guess what? You're not going to adapt. You can't be flexible. Yeah. You know, and then you're you're going to cause either more work. You're going to blow out the you're going to blow out the budget on the job on man hours. Uh, and guess what? It could have been changed because you know you didn't ask questions or you're not flexible to learning. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's fantastic. That's great stuff. The um, I'll get one. I got I got one more question for you. And then I'll let you get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I see your phone going crazy. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, my cell phone uh, died uh, the afternoon. So I just leave in the truck. Yeah. And when I go look at it, 31 calls. Uh, and like, say, half an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. So some days, yeah, it's very crazy. Uh, what, uh, so the <laughs> question is, what piece of advice would you give someone starting out in this, in this career? Advice is going to be kind of, uh, you're going to have very hard days mm-hmm. and you're going to have very easy days. Depends what's your mentality mm-hmm. uh, to learn and what you want to do for a living. Fair enough. So Beautiful. Could have said it better myself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, sir, I uh, really appreciate your time. We did. Oh, thank you. We did 46 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expected that long, but yeah, it yeah. was. It goes by pretty fast. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Well, that wraps up another episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the podcast. We will be releasing new episodes every Monday. Also, thank you all so much for your support. And don't forget to follow the link in the show notes and leave a message. You can leave feedback suggest topics, and even request who you want to hear next on the podcast. So with that said, I'll see you next week. And as always, be good, be safe, build on. We are partners.